remember, yes should not be the default and no shouldn't be the last resort. They both hold equal value as responses to any question, request or opportunity. Hi, my name is Rebecca Ryburn and welcome to episode four of the Rebecca Ryburn podcast, a podcast dedicated to activating, challenging and empowering you to close the gap between your potential and your reality. In this episode, we're going to be talking about five reasons why we struggle to say no and what we can do about them. I think it's true that no matter who you are, whether you're naturally inclined to be confrontational or not, or how potentially unpopular it may be, we all need to grow in our ability to say no. Bill Crawford says, one key to successful relationships is learning to say no without guilt so that you can say yes without resentment. Simply put, your yes and your no are how you've decided to invest your time, focus, and energy. Yes shouldn't be the default, and no shouldn't be the last resort and definitely maybe should not be substituted for saying no. Now, there are so many reasons why people struggle to say no. So the five reasons I'm mentioning today are not a full exhaustive list, but they are the reasons I've chosen because they're what I've identified to be the most common. So let's get into it. Five reasons why we struggle to say no and what we can do about them. Okay, number one, you struggle to say no when you've lost perspective. The perspective that if you don't fill your own tank, you'll have nothing to pour out. When you forget that you cannot give what you do not have. You know, like before you take off on an airplane and there's the safety demonstration at the beginning of the flight. That demonstration explains that in an emergency, Before you can help somebody else with their oxygen mask, you must first put on your own. Why? Because you're of no help to anyone when you yourself can't breathe. If you continue to say yes to the requests of others and in turn ignore your own needs, you will eventually be running on fumes and have nothing to give, which means the very thing you're setting out to do, help, love and serve others, you won't be able to do. Caring for yourself is not selfish. In fact, if you want to be someone who continues to selflessly love and serve others, caring for yourself is necessary. If you don't have time, energy, money, or love for yourself, you're giving those things on credit. And the debt does eventually catch up with you. Remember the quote I mentioned before, one key to successful relationships is learning to say no without guilt so that you can say yes without resentment. Don't lose perspective. To care for others, you must care for yourself. You cannot give what you do not have. The second reason you struggle to say no is when you think you're irreplaceable. Have you ever said or thought, I can't say no because they need me or if I go, I don't know what they're going to do without me. And then you go on a holiday, leave the role or quit the job and things move on just fine without you or maybe even better. I think we've all been there at some point. I mean, I know I have, but the truth is no person in any task or role is irreplaceable. 
No one else is you, sure. And no one else can bring what you uniquely have. But there is always someone else who can do what you can do. If you never say no, because you're the one who can do everything, you're taking away the opportunity for someone else to say yes, which means you become a ceiling. You never move beyond what you're currently doing and the people on your team or organization are capped by you. Say no to some things so that someone else in your team can say yes, even if they won't be initially as good as you. Craig Rochelle says, if someone can do something 50% as well as you with potential to develop, delegate and watch them grow. Resist the temptation to think that you are more important than you are and that you need to take every opportunity for yourself. Say no sometimes so that other people can say yes. Number three, you struggle to say no when you've aligned your value to your yes. We've all been trained by simply being in the context of life that praise is good and to be criticized or pushed aside is bad, which is true. I think most people do what they can to avoid criticism or being pushed aside. And that's not unusual, but the problem arises when you say yes when you want to say no because you feel validated by people's approval, celebration, or applause. I'm not talking about just feeling good. We all feel good when people like what we're doing, but you can define whether this is you or not when you consider what it would be like if you were to say no to a boss, a leader, a friend, or a family member, and then have them not celebrate or approve of your decision. Would you not only feel sad, but do you also feel like you no longer have value? Like, You have nothing to offer and you're only as good as their approval of you. Bill Johnson says, if you don't live by the praise of men, you won't die by their criticism. You hold unique and incredible value whether someone praises you or not, whether you say yes or no. And it's not your responsibility to make decisions based on somebody else's thoughts about you or reactions toward you. You don't lose value for saying no. Your value comes from within, not from someone praising you, as nice as that is. Your responsibility is to do what's right in your heart and own it. Find value in who you are on the inside, not what others think about you. Number four, you struggle to say no when you prefer short-term comfort over long-term gain. This is probably the hardest one for me, for sure. Being confrontational by nature, I have my moments, but... I mostly don't find it too difficult to say no, but I hate saying no to things that I'll enjoy, but I can do hard things. If you listen to my last podcast, that will make a little more sense to you. But seriously, I truly believe that this is one of the hardest no muscles to flex, especially for our microwave generation. You feel the burn of these decisions for weeks, months, and sometimes years, Not going out for dinners with friends, not buying the newest iPhone, not eating the second chocolate bar and not going on fun holidays. They all really hurt. However, the hardest workouts have the biggest returns. Build the strength of your no in the things that you want to do, but you know you shouldn't do because of what you're trying to accomplish. Steve Jobs says, people think focus means saying yes to the thing that you've got to focus on, but that's not what it means at all. It means saying no to the hundred other good ideas that there are. You have to pick carefully. 
I'm actually as proud of the things we haven't done as I am the things we have done. So whether you're innovating at Apple, working on becoming debt-free, saving for something, eating well and on a workout plan, or starting a business, saying no to good things is a must because good things, more often than not, get in the way of great things. I remember when I was engaged to my now husband and I was in debt. I personally didn't want to bring that debt into our marriage, so I got some help and I, with hard work, I got rid of the debt. At the time, I was 24 years old and I was paying off $300 a week of debt, which was a lot for me then. And I couldn't slow down or ease up, otherwise I wouldn't achieve the goal by our wedding. In those months, I got invited to go on two separate holidays with my girlfriends. One was to Thailand and the other to New Zealand. My whole heart wanted to say yes. I even tried to convince myself that it was a once in a lifetime. I'll never not be married again. It's my last chance. With this kind of thinking getting me into debt in the first place, I was able to recognize it and unfortunately turn down both holidays. It hurts so bad. But I was also content because I knew I'd done what was right for me and I was going to enter married life debt free. So no matter what it is you're trying to achieve, it will at some point cost you some short-term comfort. But keep your eyes on whatever your prize is and flex your no muscle to reach your goal. And lastly, five, you struggle to say no when you've already committed. Can you relate to this? You feel overwhelmed, stressed, and anxious. But you hate letting people down. You don't want to be known as a flake or as someone who doesn't honor their commitments. But something in your life changed since your initial yes. And now you find yourself overcommitted. I am not now talking to the people that always back out of their yes because of better offers, consistent demonstration of poor organization, or because you don't feel like it. This is not for you. You need to sort yourself out and be better. Of course, said with all the love in my heart. But this is for the people who have high responsibility and who at the time genuinely wanted to help and honestly thought you'd have the ability to do so. Saying no once you've said yes is not easy, but it is possible. How? Don't try and make up crazy reasons or make your situation sound more dire than it is to try and gain sympathy. Be honest and respectful in your delivery apologize for your misjudgment and the inconvenience that it's going to cause and then offer a solution or your support once a solution has been found. Josh Billings says, half of the troubles this life can be traced to is saying yes too quickly and not saying no soon enough. I recently heard a story in a podcast I was listening to, which I can't remember which one, but the guy was talking about how he had changed his initial response to any request for his time to know, and that he made himself have to convince himself to say yes. I thought, this guy's a genius. So if you are someone who consistently finds yourself overcommitted, try switching your immediate response within yourself to no for everything to do with your time, and then do the work to convince yourself if you should say yes or not. If you can't convince yourself with truly meaningful reasons, not reasons based on fear of what people will think, flex your no before you have to back out.
So that's it. There we have it. Five reasons we struggle to say no and what we can do about them. Remember, yes should not be the default and no shouldn't be the last resort. They both hold equal value as responses to any question, request or opportunity. Flex your no to strengthen your yes and you can close the gap between your potential and your reality. Well, thanks for listening and being here for episode four. I hope you feel empowered to flex your no so that you can live the life that you know is yours to live. I would love to hear your thoughts. So please leave a comment or a review and join the conversation. If you found this podcast helpful, please subscribe, like it and share it with a friend who maybe needs it or just on your social media. Your support truly, truly means so much to me. And hey, let's stay connected. Head to my website, rebeccaryburn.com and subscribe to my VIP mailing list. This is the best way for us to get to know each other and to make sure you never miss a thing. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to seeing you next time for episode five of the Rebecca Ryburn podcast.